Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I guess you, I guess we all have to have different definitions of success. We do. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions. That's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest, Pitmaster Rodney Scott, has been cooking whole hog barbecue over wood coals since the age of 11. Rodney is featured in Netflix's acclaimed Chef Table series. It is barbecue themed this season. In 2019, Rodney Scott opened his second location in Birmingham, Alabama, The Ham, that's right, The Ham, bringing whole hog, South Carolina style barbecue, and his famous vinegar based Rodney sauce to another part of the South. Rodney Scott's barbecue pits rib, cooks ribs, chicken, turkey, and other classics like collard greens. Coleslaw, Ella's Banana Pudding, honoring Rodney's mother. In 2021, another outpost of Rodney Scott Whole Hall Barbecue is set to open in historic West End of Atlanta, Georgia. You know I can't wait. That's where I'm based. With another in Birmingham. He's going back to the ham. He just loved the ham. It is due to open later that year. He is all about the Whole Hall Barbecue. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Rodney Scott. Hello, hello. Thank you. <laughs> Rodney, <laughs> I have a lot to say about you, brother. A lot to say about you. <laughs> Man, I, I, Man. I, so, so, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm a fan of just food. I'm a foodie. I'm a, I, I've been blessed to be proclaimed as an award-winning baker. So every time I look at food or desserts, especially cooking, and I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas, so I know nice. barbecue. Barbecue. My, in fact, my nephew he has a he has an award winning barbecue stand in Houston, Texas. He cooks for the uh, for the Houston Texans on the weekend. He wanted the top barbecue really? at the Houston Texans. So, so you know when I, when it comes to barbecue, he makes his own sausage and everything. So, so he's a, a military veteran from the army. So I'm so proud of what he's accomplished. In fact, he called me like a few minutes before I, this interview started, and I felt that it was it was it was ironic. He called me right before I was about to start this interview with you. So. I saw the 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 Netflix special. That's why that's why I became in love with the brand of Rodney Scott. Yeah. So, what is the brand of Rodney Scott? Before we get started, from your point of view, uh, first of all, hello to everybody out there. Every day is a good day, regardless of where you are. Um, you know, uh, the Rodney Scott brand is it started. It's basically whole hog cooking, which is over hot coals, and it and it's where we burn uh, our wood down. We turn it into hot coals. We take the hot coals and put it under the hog, and, and we cook it for anywhere from eight to twelve hours, usually around twelve hours. And uh, it's it and the whole brand is about bringing people together, inspiring people, you know, through food and music. I'm a mm -hmm. music lover. I gotta admit, mm -hmm. love me some music. Now, with that being said, when I when I watch these different barbecue shows, you know, it seems like you guys don't do much to the meat. For it to be great, it, you know, because I'm, I'm at my house, man. Barbecue seems so complicated at my house. But when I, when I watch you on TV, Rodney, uh, just put that, uh, just put, put the rub on it, put the vinegar on it, uh, smoke it, and you're done. And then everybody, then it just falls apart. Maybe because I'm not doing the eight to 12 hour sessions. I'm trying to cook mine in two hours is what's causing the difficult <laughs> <No>. problems here. <laughs> two hours can create a little problem on the size of the protein, depending on the size. You, you, def you definitely want to cook it a little while. Um, you know, you, you run into different things. Uh, the way that we do it at home, we, we do sprinkle our rub on and, and, and 
put put our ribs on, for example. But we, you know, we don't go as hot, and we try not to go as fast. About three and a half, four hours on those ribs. Right. Just an example, you know, of some of the mistakes that people tend to make when when they sometimes are cooking, you know, at home. Right. Right. Man, it, talk to me. Talk problem. to me, Rodney. You talking to me? Come yeah. on. You can personalize yeah. it, Rushon. Yeah. This your problem. <laughs> so so here's what you do. You have fun with it. You you keep that confidence that you start out with, mm-hmm. and you have fun with it. You know, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to make that mistake. Mm-hmm. So. Don't don't rush it. Enjoy it. Smell the flowers while you're moving along. You know, mm-hmm. don't have a drink or two. Enjoy yourself while you're doing it. Right. That'll make it a lot easier mm-hmm. than having the pressure on what it's going to taste like when it's done. Right. Now, this is it a big difference because I'm, I'm just uh, let, let's talk about the Netflix series. What I saw you on now. How did that happen and how were you chosen? Wow. You know, I think we're chosen by word of mouth. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of one of my coworkers that was with us the day that I met these guys, I I was exhausted. I was out in California cooking. I was exhausted. Didn't really remember a lot. And uh, we spoke to some guys and, you know, I, I'm my usual self talking. And <laughs> and later on, she mentioned to me, she said, you know, that those guys are connected with Netflix. I'm like, oh, wow, man, I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it was word of mouth that said that I was easy to work with and they wanted to do something. I'm like, really? Mm hmm. Sure. And, now, and before you know it, I got the call. Netflix was coming in and like, yeah. How long did they follow you? How long? What was the, the time when it was a several days, a day, a couple of weeks to do that whole special, put it all together to gather to shoot the content and the, the backstory to pull that pull that uh, episode off? To pull that episode off, it took us a total of two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was two weeks hard work. It was a lot of fun. Oh, man, those guys were so much fun to work with. Um, it was interesting to to tell the story of barbecue, something that's so important to the South. It was it, it felt good for me to be able to tell that story through Chef's Table and and to let the world see that barbecue is is something more than just things some people do in their backyard. You know, to be to be on the same level as fine dining, to be mentioned on that same level, whew, man, that is huge huge and, and it felt good taping with these guys to tell that story well you know the world. It, it not, and i can tell it's one thing about me i'm I, like i said earlier i'm born and raised in houston texas where you know i grew up in a black neighborhood so barbecue is kind of like a rite of passage you know yeah good barbecue when you good barbecue you really are the king of the neighborhood you king of the family you know you you, oh, yeah. you you have a certain honor you know oh you know he can cook because everybody cannot cook barbecue uh, because they you know so tell me this Rodney what what makes a good because you kind of talked about it a little bit earlier what makes a good barbecue person and what makes a person like me who shouldn't be even near a barbecue because I'm impatient I want to I want to I want to cook it like a burger you know I want my ribs done like a burger you know real fast yeah I, I know that impatience <laughs> so what, what what makes a good barbecue person is first of all like I said have fun with it try to enjoy it you know Try not to carry any pressures going in. And and you definitely want to make sure that your timing is right. You got to have some patience when you're doing it as well. Um, when you tend to rush it, it's going to either be undercooked or it's going to just be tough and, and you won't enjoy it. So you want to you have some patience and have some fun and, and, and make sure you got a flavor that fits your palate that you really, really like. And, right. and just 
show it, man. Just take your time and do it. Because, you know, you in the store, you can go in and you got the little coals, the little black coals you can get. And then I see the wood, yeah. you know, talk about the hickory and the, and the different different flavors that come if you want to smoke it. Because I got it all. I got the egg. You know, I got the, because my dad, yeah. when he was growing up, he get the, the barrel and cut it out and then cut it in half. Cut it in half. <laughs> you know, that was my dad. Then, you know, I'm fancy. I got a little money. So I got the egg and all that good stuff. So I got the tools, the barbecue. I just don't have the patience the barbecue and so so does it make a diff- big difference like when i watch watching your tv it's just it's just so dramatic that you know you're in this room with all these pits and all these hogs how many how many ovens can i call them ovens or, 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 or what do you call those things that you cook the uh, the whole hogs in what do they call well i call them pits okay you know some mm-hmm. people call them smokers you know everybody has a different terminology mm-hmm. but uh, i call them pits and mm-hmm. uh in in our in our Charleston restaurant, we have five of them that we use, and, and in five, our Birmingham five of them. And how much does how many hogs go on each pit? In in uh, two hogs can fit in our Charleston restaurant right now mm-hmm. on each pit. Wow! And in our Birmingham restaurants, our our pits are not quite as big as two hogs, so you can get about a hog, maybe a hog and a half if you're lucky on the ones in Birmingham, and we have four down there. So and how many these, pounds are we looking at of a hog? Would you consider a good oh, hog? About 170, 150 to 170 pounds average. Okay. Every now and again, we may get something around 200 pounds. In wow. There, you know? Yeah. That's a lot of protein cooking at once. Mm-hmm. So we, you got to have patience and, and enjoy the ride. That's where the music comes in. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you something, how country I was. My dad, man, used to take me to country and we, you know, shoot a hog you know and we come back and we yeah. get the, you know we bring it back with hog head cheese we got the chitlins yeah. you know we got the ham you know that hog when he can oh we eat the pig feet we did everything on that hog right there and that yeah, hog walked out, that walk that hog didn't walk out that house you know what i'm saying he walked <laughs> in my house he was the the knuckles were gone the tails were gone the feet the the, the ham like i said the chitlins and if anybody who's ever done chitlins at their house know what I'm talking about, that house ain't oh, nothing right good. to go into. Okay, it's not right. Okay, because no. you got to go in there and clean out them intestines, and them intestines are for real, for real, as they say. That's some good eating. <laughs> hey, come on, see right here, my man, right there. Do you eat your, That's some good eating, do you eat your chitlins with white white rice, or, or what do you eat your chitlins Ooh. with? Hot sauce. Oh, man, we had this lady that used to make it for us, Miss Margaret. She used to throw down them fresh chitlins with a little bit of uh, gravy and onions and, and hot sauce. Ooh, man, Miss Margaret used to throw down. My goodness. Ooh. See, that's the that's that's country talk. See, Rodney and I, if you're not ready for this, I'm sorry. You tune in on Money Make Conversation. We went deep on this because, see, when he didn't blink when I said we cleaning the hogs in the bathtub, he didn't blink, see. Cause he know exactly no. the, the intestines. He know exactly what I'm talking about. That's what you got to do. You just can't eat dirty intestines. You know you can't do that. Otherwise no. you gonna get you, sick. You had to clean them. You got to clean. You had to clean them. You had to clean them real good. But then he turned around and said, "That's good eating, though. That's good That's eating. Some good eating, man. Now, right That's some good eating. Now here's the deal about this, man. You know, you know, you're the first black chef to win the James Beard Award for best chef in the Southeast, and only the second barbecue pitmaster to win any chef award from the foundation and that's what you was talking yeah. about earlier when you saying that you know the elevation of barbecue to the uh, yeah. as, as a fine dining cuisine is what you're talking about as far as yeah. the pride factor so let's talk about 
the whole James Beard and how that works and how you was brought into the opportunity to win Best Chef Southeast? Well, man, that the James Beard Award is a prestigious award. I mean, for years. And the first time I went, I, I was I went as a guest, and uh, I thought it was the most amazing thing to see so many people around food. And and when I came back home to the country, the next thing that I thought about was I would love to get up there one day. But me being in a rural area at the time, the only thought I had was I'm, I'm going to create a mental James Beard Award. If I get a guest that comes two and three times, that'll be my pretend walk across that stage. So it was always a dream like that, you know, for me. And then it got to the point where we opened the restaurant here in Charleston in, in 2017. And, and, and then the next thing you know, it, we had a nomination. And I'm like, wow, how do you get nominated? Well, to get nominated, somebody has to mention it. And, mm-hmm. and it goes before a committee of, of people that you don't know. And you don't know who's watching you. So from the first nomination, I felt not only proud, but I felt the, 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 the obligation to deliver great food, to deliver consistent food across the board every day until this announcement comes. Then we made the finals. And I'm like, wow, we're, we're, we're up here walking with, uh, walking with the big folks, you know, <laughs> the folks who do this thing on a higher level. With the dressed up folks. With the dressed up folks. Yeah. So now it's time to go to Chicago for the finals and, and you got to get your tuxedo. You got to get yourself together. And, I'm, you know, I was, man, I was just happy to go. Right. And to hear your name called with all of these great, great, great chefs throughout the country, you know, and to be in a rare group of one of the, the few minorities that's been announced that year, mm-hmm. it, it felt so Amazing, man. It was surreal. I, I still can't believe it. What year was that? And what year was that? That was 2018. That's, yeah, I'll never forget, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. May 2018. And uh, I remember when they called our category and they called my name, I didn't hear it. And everybody on my row had to tell me to get up. You know, my wife, my, my, my business partner, my brother Nick, Paul and Nicholas, all these guys, they always travel with me. These, that's my family. And they had to tell me, get up, man, get up. You won, you won, you won. I was like, what? <laughs> what? So that walk to the stage mm-hmm. was one of the, the, the most longest walks I've ever taken. It was, I was, it was unbelievable. I was like, oh, please don't wake up before you get to the stage. Because I thought I was dreaming. Mm-hmm. But man, to, to get up there and, and, and to have that medal put around your neck, to be mentioned with, like I said, some of the best chefs in the in the United States and the world. Right. Just to be mentioned on that level, man, was unbelievable. Well, first of all, you look good. And, you look good and tucked, man. You look. You dress Thank up you nice, did. man. From that apron and that Billy, t-shirt, you look good. Bro. <laughs> Billy Reed is the avenue. Hooked me up. <laughs> well, they look at hooked you up really good. Well, you know the, the, the yeah. thing about it, I, I've been fortunate, Rodney, to live in Houston, Atlanta, New York, uh, Los Angeles, and Chicago. Chicago is a food lovers town. It is. That city right there is you walk in that city. If you want to get a good meal, I don't care if it's barbecue, Mexican food, Italian food, of course, pizza. That's what it's known for. Hot dog. That's what it's known for. But that's a food lover's town. And to be honored in a food lover's town is even even more great. And to get win an award like that. So what did that winning that award in 2018 do for your brand, though? Man, winning that award in 2018 got my brand not only more recognition, but it, it brought us a lot more opportunity to, to, to go and spread our love all over the place. You know, we traveled throughout the United States doing different events because people heard of us through the award. Mm-hmm. We got a chance to let people see whole hog cooking, even down in Houston, you know, 
we 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 cooked. I remember cooking in Houston a couple of hogs, and one guy came up and asked me, "Was it deer?" Because they were so used to beef. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's, that's Houston talk. But you know, <laughs> yeah. So just the, the the beard award got us recognized to a point where we were able to do our thing in different parts of the United States and be recognized, and people knew what to expect, and to be so respected through our food when it's barbecue. You know, a lot of people look at barbecue as a simple backyard thing, but right. man, the Beard Award changed that whole outlook for us because it, it struck a lot of people's curiosity to say, this is Beard Award winning barbecue. I have to go and taste it. My man, I'm going to tell you something. You know, uh, now how did the, uh, you know, we're in the middle of the pandemic and COVID-19 that overly, overtly affect African-American, but uh, more importantly, the country shut down for almost two months and nobody yeah. saw that coming. So how did it affect how you are doing business today and uh, what's the recovery process for you in the future? First of all, you know, the pandemic is, it was pretty pretty scary man it still is and and first thing we did was we we tried to protect our staff our families mm-hmm. um and, and we 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 started to communicate every day my prg restaurant group we communicated every day on the phone with all the cdc rules and everything that we can do to adjust how do we keep the, the, the public fed without putting them at risk right and we we kept in communication following cdc rules we, we created sanitation lists and rules we held all of our managers and everything obligated to making sure sanitation is done hourly throughout the restaurant. And we, we, we had a drive through at our Charleston restaurant. Smart. So when dining rooms got shut down, we, we were able to serve food through our dine, through our drive through mm-hmm. to still feed people that were still able to come out. And then, and the, the frontline workers and, and emergency workers that were out there, they were still able to eat. So not only that barbecue travels well, you so sure do. you get a you, you get an opportunity to reheat a little bit without destroying the quality of the food. So that helped a lot of families and 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 first responders. You know, we offer discounts to, to them so they can feed their families. Thank you. Our staff members that we weren't able to uh, keep on staff, we mm-hmm. offered them a couple hours a day to come get food. Mm-hmm. So we just continued to work. We 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 thought about our staff. We weren't out to make money. We were out to just maintain the best we can to protect our people. Well, uh, and, and I'm so happy to hear that. I just wanted you to share that story because that's part of, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, a lot of people forget that you're a human being too. And then you have people who count on you. And then when they're in a moment of dis- of distress, you know, you are, are stressed, you have to uh, be there for them. And then, but, yeah. but not leave them out there. And also your community, like you said, offer discounts and things like that. And, but that's what, that's what hurt a lot of black businesses. And now, you know, because you're a lead entrepreneur in this business, we, 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 we're not set up for the technology. We're not generally set up for the drive throughs. And so when the pandemic right. hit, it really affected, uh, minority businesses overall because they were not, they did such business, you know, dine in business. That's how they made their money. Wasn't ready for an incurred yeah. side. Wasn't ready for those elements of, of, of change but the thing that really affects me is that when i saw your special on netflix it was so human now we we saw how the james beard affected your business i'm that that netflix series the chef table had to be on fire for your brain man i'm telling you man when you when you when you did that story about you know you were celebrating uh your high school graduation and that girl came over to you said, I don't know why you celebrating. All you're going to do is go down the street and chop a hog for a living. And then your dad yep. woke you up at midnight. 
So he told me right after that. He told me, he, I walked away from her over to him, and he said, you got to be at the pit at 11. <laughs> and and I'm like, what? So, you know, it, 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 it's all very, very true, and, and it, it was, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking to a teenager coming out of high school. You know right. what? I can't have fun tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, I never, I never forgot the moment. I can take you to the very spot I stood where that girl said what she said to me, mm-hmm. and I never mm-hmm. let that escape my mind because mm-hmm. I knew that I'm going to stay determined. I'm going to prove her wrong. Right. And 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 every day, not one day goes by do I not think back to that moment when she said, "I don't know why you ain't going nowhere." And I'm like, she's gonna go right on really? down the street and chop up meat for a living. That's all you ever gonna be as a meat chopper. That's all she was saying. Oh man! And then, but the, when you, but the, but that was one of the moments. That was several moments in that when you was out there with your son. It was just several great yeah. emotional moments when I, because you know, because they give you the option. You know what happens is on Netflix they they do a trailer, and I'm sitting up there with my wife, and because another person that told me about. The chef tables. You gotta watch chef tables. Really good. I said, okay, cool. So the trailer came on. I watched. Now they went through everybody, and I went, Rodney Scott. I said, man, I gotta. This looks pretty. So you was the first yeah. one I watched, and I was like, my Thank mouth you. was dropped. My mouth dropped. I went, wow, wow. I love this dude. I love him. He's he's on. You know, it was just it was just your story was compelling. Your the family aspect, your relationship with your dad, your mom coming up. You know, getting new story. In other words, you didn't. This is what I like about you, Rodney. You didn't ask for any of this. But when the opportunity presented itself, you went for it, man. You were not intimidated by opportunity. And a lot of people are like that. And that's why I always tell people on this this show because the fact that a lot of you have to walk through a, a lot of unknown to be successful. When I say that meaning that there are no guarantees and your story is walking through a lot of unknowns to be where we are today talking about your success correct 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 you know a closed mouth don't get fed i tell my partner that all the time i tell nick that all the time a closed mouth don't get fed if you don't open up your mouth and say what you want that opportunity is not going to be there for you you know you're just going to let it pass you by if you don't if you're not going to you're not willing to step out on faith and do your thing and stay stay consistent and persistent. You you know you can it can slip right by past you, and I refuse to let anything slip past me. You don't. Now you was about to comment because I want to get the comment on people's reaction to this chef table special that's airing on Netflix after they saw it. What has been the reaction? Out of this world, <laughs> the reaction. Let me tell you, the it, it released at three a.m. Eastern Standard Time mm-hmm. on September second. 4.30, I think I had messages on my phone. Mm-hmm. I had messages from Australia. I had messages from uh, Russia, Peru, Germany, Switzerland, uh, the UK, and, and, and everything on Instagram, the, re- the message requests. They, they've been out of this world. And, and by the way, I'm not ignoring your requests. I'm trying to get to them. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> but it's, it's been out of this world. Sales at the restaurant, line out the door. People have been... People have shown so much love. There have been grown men and women approach me with tears in their eyes Tell saying, you, you told my story. You Tell told my story. Man. We're going to do the same thing. Uh, weird weird calls at times saying, you don't know me, but I got your number from such and such. And I, they, they would say the first name, but they would just say how much the story touched their lives. It's, mm-hmm. 
it's, it's been unbelievable all the way around, you know, business-wise, personal-wise. And it, and it inspired so many people to come out and say that they are having tough relationships with their families and they want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's been it's been over over the top, man. It's been absolutely great. I've, I'm enjoying every second of being able to see somebody and say that you helped me, you changed my life. I'm going to tell you, man, uh, my father was a truck driver. Kind of like your father, you know, this, this way it's going to be, this way I've been, this way we've been doing, yeah. this way it's going to be, and this way it's going to be after I leave this earth, because that's where he set the yeah. rules in place. And so I just, I'm going to tell you, man, I, 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 I watching the show, and this is speaking honest, is that uh, I just, Rodney Scott brand, I fell in love with the, the family man. I fell in love with the son. I fell in love with the entrepreneur. I fell in the, 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 I, I, I don't give up spirit. I'm not afraid to try something new. I'm not afraid to travel. I'm not afraid to understand that God has something in store for me. And, and when it comes to me, I'm going to be waiting and I'm going to put the work in to make sure it happens. That's what people saw in that story, man. And it's just one of the great, great um, individual moments of watching something on television. You're going, this is great storytelling because they told your story right now. They really did. Yeah, that that story of my life, man. And and I just hope that everybody that watches it learn from it and stay inspired by it. You know, don't don't feel don't feel down because things are not happening to you the way that you want it to. You know, right. your turn's coming. Just sit tight. Now, now listen, my, my, my turn's coming because you're supposed to be coming to Atlanta here with some barbecue, my brother. So yes, tell sir. us about the yes, expansion sir. talk and uh, how's everything going down in the ham and uh, and why is there a desire to expand the brand? Man, the desire to expand the brand has been a childhood dream. Um, I, I heard I heard T D Jake say the Colonel had chicken and, and he got so blessed that it spread all over the world. And I said, <laughs> We got hog <laughs> And uh to expand the brand, man, was was a personal dream. And uh me and Nick we we talk a lot about expansion and he asked me and I told him and Atlanta was one of the stops. And I'm excited to come to Atlanta. I remember reading about Atlanta in the 80s in the Ebony Magazine. That city was growing so fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, man, Atlanta, where is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and finally got an opportunity to be a part of it. And, right. and I'm excited about Atlanta. Uh, Birmingham as well. We're coming into Birmingham, expanding. That the, the that place is just one of the most beautiful cities I've ever seen. It's, it's a city, but it feels like a small town. It's yes, not, it is. You know, you, you still receive... A lot of love. You can feel the love in that area, and 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 I just I, I drive to Birmingham all the time, and not just for work. I, I just love the area. Well, so, I, I gotta get you on your boy Ricky Smiley. That's Ricky Smiley country there, Birmingham. That's big. I gotta put him on the radio show, but Ricky Smiley, man, he he probably don't know you in the hand. I got I gotta hook this up, man, because my whole thing man. is that is that is as a brand and watching you grow as a as a business. Your James Beard Award winner, you know your your, your barbecues outstanding. You're expanding now. Tell us a little bit about your partner. You mentioned his name several times because he was really key into you becoming the brand that you are today. And how did that relationship come about? That relationship, our relationship with my partner, my brother, it came about in 2000, uh, I think it was 10, nine or 10 we met. And uh, we were introduced by a mutual friend and, and we, we did an event together called uh, The Smoke Dinner here in Charleston for Charleston Wine and Food. And that night we talked and, and I said, this dude's really funny, man, you know, duh great conversation seems to be a smart businessman right and we just we, we formed a relationship from the first night that i did this event 
up into current day. You know, you're talking about this is my best man at, at my wedding. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. this is the guy, if I need to talk to somebody, I can call him up. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he mentioned these opportunities to me, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, dude, I know you. I've seen your hard work. I've seen your efforts. I've seen your success. And yeah, I'll guide me, show me, tell me what you know, and I'll tell you what I know. Right. And together, man, we, we, we learn from each other constantly. We listen to each other constantly. He shows me things. I show him things. Mm-hmm. And, and we're constantly talking and communicating. And he's been a very, very big part on me opening the first Rodney Scott here in Charleston. Right. Right. Right down the street. Well, I, you know, my whole thing is that... Um you're a pit master. You're a king pit master. If you haven't seen the special on Netflix, it's called The Chef's Table. Um, they have a trailer. They have a, a number of other really good episodes, but I'm only here to talk about Rodney Scott. That's the episode yeah. that changed my my take on what it means to barbecue. And I know a lot of great barbecue. My boy, Kevin Bledsoe, he's my boy out of L.A. Yeah. Bledsoe's Barbecue. Got my nephew down in Houston, Texas. He's a bad barbecue. But Rodney Scott... Neither one of them are James Beard Award winning pitmasters, okay? Congratulations, wow. my brother. And, uh, you <laughs> know, you. Uh, when you come to Atlanta, you know, we're going to keep this relationship going and all that and, and everything. But again, I just wanted to bring you on my show, Money, Money Making Conversation, tell your story. We're going to promote this a lot and get the word out. Do you have, do you, uh, do you ship your meat or do you ship in your food or is everything just at the stores? We're, we're not shipping right now. Everything's at the stores. We're shipping our retail products. We, um, we're shipping our sauces, our T-shirts, hats, mm-hmm. uh, our rubs. We're shipping those right now. And uh, we have a book coming out spring 21, um, uh, Rodney Scott's World of Barbecue, Every Day is a Good Day. Uh, that's due out. You can pre-order that on Amazon. And uh, we, 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 we're excited to share what we got with the world. Right now, you have to come and see us, but hey, we're working on it. We're trying to put one in well, your back. Well, you know, you and you're in Australia, man, in Russia, they 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 won't want something besides a little T-shirt there, my friend. But again, hey, uh, but again, I, you always got me excited about that sauce because you know your boy don't know nothing about no barbecue. So at least I can start with that sauce and, get, and that rub that you're selling down there and get that yeah. right on my meat, and we can get rolling we can from help there. You out. And dude, at least get that egg working right. And then and, and take my time. Yeah. Take my time. Take my time. Yeah, take your time on that egg. Take your time on that egg. <laughs> crack, crack the top about halfway. Get that baby at about 250 to 300. Stay there in that go. area. There you go. I love talking to an expert. Rodney, thank you for calling Money Making Conversations. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the interview, man. It's awesome. Pleasure's talking to you. all mine. All right. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you, my brother. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversations interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. <laughs> 